Welcome, exclamation point, to the Wide for Big Podcast. That's Emmy, and I'm Sam, Emmy's dad. Emmy has been recently diagnosed with severe dyslexia, and as her dad, I'm starting to figure out where she got it. This podcast will follow our adventures as we work together to better understand dyslexia, deal with the struggles, and work to understand its strengths. I know Emmy is going to do something big. I know it. So I invite you to join us on our journey. Welcome to the Wired for Big podcast. Hello, it's me and my dad. To Welcome to episode five of Wired for Big. Yep, episode five. I can hardly believe it. Yeah, it's, it took a lot of work. It is take a lot of work to do some of these. I mean, sometimes they come together, sometimes they don't. But this show, though, Emmy, this one is really going to come together because today we're going to talk about startups and entrepreneurship and doing cool things with our cool brains, right? Yeah. There's a lot of research out there that shows that people with dyslexia oftentimes have entrepreneur tendencies. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to tie in one of our favorite movies of late, which is what, Emmy? Greatest Showman! The Greatest Showman, which is actually a wonderful entrepreneurial tale of P.T. Barnum and his start of the Barnum and Bailey Circus. We've been playing those songs nonstop. We'll talk about which ones our favorite ones are in this episode, number five of Wired for Big. Good morning, Emmy. Good morning. Where are we today? I don't know. Yeah, this is a Startup Ames event. It's an event where entrepreneurs and creative people come together and have coffee. This one we call First Shot. Are you somebody that is a creator of something? Yes. What did you create? Um, I think about dyslexia. Yeah, this podcast that people are listening to right now. So we are here with um, different entrepreneurs from Iowa State University, from the community, um, the young and the old. Everybody's here this morning at Ripke Design. It should be pretty great, shouldn't it? Yes. Oh, and a bonus, Elsa's here. Yes. A good friend Elsa's here. So. Hey, everybody. This is Sam, and we're back. You just heard a little soundbite of an event that I took Emmy to a week ago. It is an event called First Shot, run by an organization that uh, myself and some other community members started called Startup Ames. Startup Ames is all about bringing together all the entrepreneurs, the creative folks, and different people that love to support the creation of new opportunities in the city of Ames together. And we do that through events. One was First Shot, which there was coffee there, wasn't there, Mm Amy? What else, though, did they have? They had donuts. That was a that was a win for sure as well. But we had a room full of people and a couple students from Iowa State were presenting their projects that they're working on over the summer through a program called Size Starters. It was really great. Um, and that was the first time anybody had ever been there, right? Right. And the donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, the donuts were definitely a part of the fun. But I hope, Emmy, that you saw some other things that were interesting because – One of the things as I've been doing some research and 
I'll pause for a moment here, just asking our audience, anybody who's got really interesting articles or good stories about entrepreneurs that have had dyslexia, I'd love to hear them. I'm hearing a few stories here and there. I'm, I'm reaching out through my networks, trying to find some local Iowans that might have had um, have dyslexia and are doing entrepreneurial things. I want to have a creative conversation around that because I think it's really important. Um, Ames is a community in which really looks to entrepreneurship as a key thing, whether it's students coming out of the university, professors doing research, or community members like myself doing um, cool things. And I've entrepreneured a couple different projects myself, and I think the more and more I I dig deep in my own brain and my own ways I get things done, that the dyslexic tendencies that I have definitely have been helpful. Um, In fact, Emmy, did you know this? Listen to this. There's a stat out there by the American Management Association that says that they think that 35% of entrepreneurs have dyslexia. Is that – what do you think about that? Uh, Cool. Yeah, but do you know what it takes to be an entrepreneur, Em? What are some things that entrepreneurs do? What have you seen your dad do? He has – so he's got with his friends and he – um, kind of like made a logo and made a name, and then they s- bought a place to set up an office, and then they work on their computers all day and drink coffee and get donuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the donuts. Yes, we have a good time. We get coffee and donuts. But you're right. We get. I got together with my friends, and one of the things they say about dyslexic people is they get along really well with people. They can build teams really, really well. And I've got a great team phenomenal team of, of guys that I get to work with every day and uh, w- and the way we got together was really cool someday we'll talk more about that but dyslexic people can find ways to get with people that complement them is what a lot of these articles that I'm reading say do you know one of the other things that says some of these articles about um, dyslexic people um. I'm gonna tell you because you're pretty good at this too it's problem solving so oftentimes dyslexic people they get themselves in a number of problems because in cases where you're not able to read or you're not able to spell or you're not doing these things, you have to find workarounds. I can remember personally in school always gravitating towards doing a speech. In fact, at UNI where I graduated, the minute I could get to do my communications degree and not have to take tests anymore and do presentations, I jumped on it. Um, I see Emmy and if anybody's watched our videos, you can see Emmy lights up when she gets a chance to talk. She gets a chance to be on a video or on this podcast itself. So um, you can see how some of those things come into play. But I think it's just really, really interesting as Emmy grows up in a community that it's, looks to entrepreneurship as a main, main piece of its future, that she uses her dyslexic brain. Again, this idea of dyslexia is not a big deal. You just have to understand how your brain is wired and use it as your strength. I, too, am looking at things that way as well as I'm working on my newest projects, we're working on this podcast, we're using our brains, we're solving problems, we're doing things very creatively here. And uh, I think it has to do with the way we look at the world, Em. What do you think about that? Mm, Good, but one thing. So my dad made this thing called the magic tea, except something went wrong. You guys didn't raise like enough money, right? Yeah. It was yeah. like a really big thing. Like they had commercials everywhere. They're on TV. My brother was on TV, but then they got torn down and out of business. And so now they don't work for Tuning Machine. They their business shut down, and now they work. Now they made a whole new business, and it's called um, Varsity Bound. 
You're right. That was a good description. <laughs> we, we didn't go out of business. We sold a business, so that was good. But yes, the Magic Tea is a project that I've been working on. And then we said, yes, we haven't raised enough money. We are really close to raising enough money for that project. But that's what entrepreneurs do. They solve problems. We developed a batting tea with the ball, and it hangs from hangs upside down, and a vacuum suction holds the ball in the air like magic. <laughs> a vacuum suction. Yes. Okay. So yes. For okay, I wasn't planning on getting here tonight, but go to magictea.io, and you have to just see this right now. So stop. Go to your computer. Go to your phone. Magictea.io to see the prototype of our batting tee. Because, like Emmy said, her brother is a baseball person. I am a baseball person. And uh, we created something um, with some guys here in Ames. It was really, really cool. Anyway, entrepreneurship and dyslexia go hand in hand. And like I said, for those who know good stories or know good references or great articles or are dyslexic themselves and are entrepreneuring things, let us know. We'd love to bring you on the show and we'd love just anyway to, to learn more about your story. So that's it, Em. I hope someday that you will be an entrepreneur too. I think you will. I just It seems pretty clear because you're very creative, aren't you? Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Right here, right now, I put it off around. I want to chase it down. I know you see it. You run with me. I want to cut you free. All the torture. I know you see it. No, I admire you. Wait, no, I don't know. Ha <laughs> ha, that was pretty good, Em. That was pretty good. That was one of our favorite songs from The Greatest Showman called The Other Side. I really like that one particularly because he... Don't you want to get away from the same old part you're going to play because I got what you need and I'm going to take a ride. I'm going to see the other side because you can do like I do. Oh, you can do like me. Stay in the tank because I'm finally breaking free. <laughs> and then it says, what does it say? That was really good. No, the idea of the other side. So P.T. Barnum is an entrepreneur. He is doing whatever he wants. He sings great songs like Come Alive during this. There's all these ideas about dreaming and the greatest show. And he's oh. creating all these great shows. But he is trying to influence a business partner and saying, come to the other side. The other side being, do what you want, be creative, make something your own, and don't just work with the stuffy New Yorky um, play people and have this boring life. He and he and he, at the end of the song, what does he do? Does he stay he with? He joins his, the circus. He just runs off and joins the he circus. Runs off and joins the circus, which is so awesome. Um, this movie, this is probably the funnest segment we've ever done, I think, so far. Wait, Be- can I do one more song? Yes, you can do one more song in just one second because, <laughs> see, she's so excited she could hardly wait. Mm. This movie is great on so many levels. The story of P.T. Barnum and The Greatest Showman is so awesome. This music was phenomenal, and we've been playing it in our minivan. Yes, we have a minivan <laughs> everywhere we go and singing in as loud as we can, but it is one of the songs, you know, there's some Disney's movies out there and some other things that I kind of was like, okay, that's enough, that's enough. But this one is awesome because it not only is great music and a great story, but it is encouraging all the things that I want my kids to be thinking about is dreaming. And one of the songs come alive is dreaming with your eyes wide open. Um, That's an interesting idea just to think about right there. Um, What you see in your mind 
what you want to accomplish, go after it. And a lot of times people like the other character, I can't remember his name, darn it, Pete, the other guy that wasn't P.T. Barnum, can think close-minded or not. Zach that, something. Zach Efron, yeah, he's, yeah the, uh, Efron. he's the actor. But you can oftentimes think you can't accomplish something or you're, you, you have a re, or you're having a ton of success in a normal job, doing a normal thing, and that can be great. But what if you could create your dream thing, the thing that you've always wanted wanted to have exist, the thing you've always wanted to do, all you want to spend your time on, and even better, you can make a bunch of money doing it. So I think that's what's really cool about that particular scene, Emmy. But did you have another favorite song that you wanted to, to yes. sing? I think I think it's legal to sing these songs, but I suppose we'll wait for the greatest showman people to come after us if they don't like them. But what other one did you want to sing? This is the greatest show. We light up, we won't come down. And the sun can't stop us now. Watching it come true is taking over you. Oh, this is the greatest show. It's everything you ever want. It's everything you ever need. It's right here in front of you. This is where you want to be. Yes, that's awesome. It's the... I think they play it at the very beginning of the movie and at the very end of the movie, and it's yeah. really cool. We won't spoil any more of the movie, so no. basically the sum of this segment is it ties into what we've been talking about today, which is entrepreneurship and how important that is for our society, for the world, and that dyslexic people have an advantage. They're problem solvers, they're team builders, and they think about things a little differently. So go watch The Greatest Showman. If you're in Ames, come to a Startup Ames event and hang out with us and we'll create something great. bedtime kind like yeah it's my bedtime and there is two problems I've had while we were recording and so my dad got really mad and he got out of my bed and knocked over the camera but the camera started to film and then we're gonna play it at the end I added well I added music but my dad took it off it's my dad getting after the boys and you can hear Ben in the background crying Jack he doesn't like really speak in it so yeah that happens you have brothers and (laughs) they like to pick on you and they like to barge in in the middle of a podcast so sorry everybody but that was a real (laughs) me yelling at my son so anyway we're being transparent here We'll we'll let everyone hear that you gotta hang on for the end to hear that part. But one big thanks I wanted to make here, um, outside of the people that made The Greatest Showman, which, ha, huh, great movie. I want to also thank good friends of mine, Sean Barber, Gabe Searles, and the whole band, Sidecar Rally. I'm not sure if they're still together or exactly what they're doing, but they have allowed us to use some of their music in our podcast, so that cool intro you heard at the very beginning, that was them. And I think uh, as well as the outro stuff we're going to do, um, and you'll see it on our YouTube channel. So big props to Gabe, Sean, and all the guys from Sidecar Rally. That's some pretty sweet tunes. They're based here in Ames, Iowa, and a bunch of creative fellows. So thanks for listening to Episode 5 of Wired for Big. Get out of here right now.
Both of you. Brush your teeth and get in your bed. Sorry, you guys. That was like a big mistake, I guess. My dad's getting after the boys.